New York City. New York City. You are now rapping. You are now rapping. With, 50 cent. With 50 cent. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. I just wanna chill and twist a lot Catch stunts in my 745 You drive me crazy, shorty I need to see you and feel you next to me I provide everything you need And I like your smile, I don't wanna see you cry Got some questions that I gotta ask And I hope you can come up with the answers, baby Girl, it's easy to love me now Little 50 cent to kick off the podcast. Is he still making music? I feel like he hasn't done anything big in a long time. I don't know if he's. St- I think he's more of like an entrepreneur. Doesn't he have his money in a lot of? He's kind of like P Diddy that way. Well, he made a lot of money with vitamin water. Oh, did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he sold that off for like a ton of dough. He was a part of that. So yeah, that way it wouldn't surprise me. Smart man. Yeah. I, um, I think he was featured on. Um, uh, what was that guy's name? Pop Smoke last year. Uh, on an album like Sway Lee was on it. He had a bunch of like he's featured on stuff, mm. but he's not putting out records over the last few years. He's chilling on that vitamin water money. Yeah, but no, didn't he also like <laughs> talk about being bankrupt and stuff? Did he? Yeah, because he was. Uh, I didn't think. He yeah. went bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, now that I think of it, he was claiming he lost all his money, even though he clearly had tons of it. He's just hidden it somewhere. And was that because of a divorce? Mm. Oh, I'm forgetting now. I don't know these things. Doesn't matter. Maybe that's when he came out with this song, because it's like, I know you love me while I have money, but when you will you love me when I don't? <laughs> yeah, I think he, he owed money to somebody and he was claiming he didn't have any. Meanwhile, he's like living in mansions and uh, renovating places around the world. And uh, Yeah, he he did fire, file for Chapter 11. In, oh, he uh, did, yeah. 2015. Okay. He, he paid like 22 million of his debt off and then I think a judge... Um, uh, discharged the case with like a remaining 36 or something he like that. He had like that. $22 million in debt? What? Well, taxes and stuff, I think. And you just don't pay them as you're, as a rapper? Like you just... Well, or you just don't pay enough. You don't pay you know? enough. Remember um, when we got our packages? Yes. <laughs> Remember when our, Laura, our lawyer advised the company that provided our packages to tax us at a certain rate? Yes. Because... I guess you can, uh, if you're not going to get a job right after you leave a job, Mm -hmm. they package you out, Mm -hmm. then maybe the taxes you pay on that package are supposed to be less, but Mm -hmm. we got a job right away. Mm -hmm. And then it turns, yeah, then we got this huge tax bill. More and I, more warned me. Yeah, it was huge. I was like, my tax bill was like, uh, I think it was almost 15 thousand dollars too much it was a lot yeah. i was like what the hell is this and it was all because like we just didn't pay enough tax on it when we got the package yeah that can happen that can happen so imagine you're super rich and famous and you're like bringing in money in this way and that way you d- it's not like you just have a salary coming in and they're like okay we, we know how sl- much you're gonna make for a year yeah. we're gonna hold this much money back and give it to the government and then you know you do your taxes and you find out how close you were to Same being right thing happened to me on on RoboCop, actually, when I was paid for RoboCop, I didn't realize they weren't taking taxes off of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you just got that as straight income, as additional income. I got that as straight income. income, and then I had yeah. to pay taxes after the fact. That yeah. was a learning curve. That was a learning curve. But then it... 
If people give you money for in exchange for a service, <laughs> you got to pay tax on you gotta it. Got to remember if the they government don't take wants tax it. off, then you're going to have to pay it or you're going to have to be illegal and not declare it. Oh, One or the other. Yeah, no. Usually it you happens. Know? So you get the bill and you're like, "Oh my god, your tax person tells you." But you would think at the level of 50 cent when he's making that kind of money that he would have a really good bookkeeper. Yeah, well, sometimes these people uh That's not their first priority. Or sometimes they're corrupt or yeah. sometimes they just don't know themselves. Sometimes they try and hide things and get caught hiding things. Mm-hmm. You know, if I pay you to come wax my boat for an afternoon <laughs> and I pay you $100 to do that, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to declare that technically mm-hmm. as additional income in your tax form. Mm-hmm. You've provided, you've worked, I've I paid you. Yes. It's a whole thing, but most people don't. You know, I get I get a little frustrated with that sometimes. Like I'll be like, "Oh, why are some professions <laughs> are you above the law and mm-hmm. you know, you can hide money?" But then I fuel that system so much myself because the second someone says, "Oh, well, if you want to pay cash, we could probably work something out." I'm like, "Yeah, I'll pay cash." What do you right. mean? Right. You know what I mean? So you can so, deal. Yeah, That's why. I'm I'm doing it cuz I'm getting a deal and yeah. they're doing it cuz they can basically hide that money and aren't paying tax on it. It's a win-win. Well, yeah, except for big picture, every dollar I make gets taxed. Right. Because every dollar I make comes via the company we work for. Mm -hmm. Sure. And so I pay the exact amount that I have to pay in taxes to contribute to society. I'm doing my job. Mm -hmm. And then if you're like a bartender taking cash and you're pocketing some and you're not declaring it, if you're a contractor and you're doing like a percentage of your work as cash deals, you're hiding that money and you're not doing your part for society because you feel like you pay enough already. Yeah, but like, you know, my sister's an example of that. She's been a server forever, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She can't get loans or buy a, get a mortgage or things like that where right. you and I we can the bank will give us money for things like that mm-hmm. my sister's still stuck you know getting buying paying rent like out of her ass she's got to go to the loan ranger <laughs> you know yeah I, I have uh, so what a couple saying? of bartenders that I know that they cannot get loans they cannot get a mortgage because but why not, why can't they if they have it, a job and a proven track record and a paycheck you're right. for a period of if time if they were showing those taxes yes and the tips and the income yeah, was and on you have record a history of like your, you show them your tax return for 10 years yeah. where you're making X amount of dollars yeah. and you're showing you're currently employed it's not going to be a problem you're right that's the problem that's that's why it's a problem for us because they don't do that they're getting extra pocket money right like their their pockets are full with cash but they have no credit they have no transactional reports in their banking history to to prove to the bank that they could handle a mortgage but that's on them that's on them for trying to like scam the system yeah so uh, my point is though is (laughs) you know like part again i've i've paid enough contractors cash i know why i'm doing it you know because i'm trying to save money yeah in the arrangement but in the end, if everyone just paid their fair share, especially like super rich people that have uh, the loopholes and all the write-offs and stuff like that, if mm-hmm. everyone just paid their fair share, it would probably be a, a better place. But for some reason, some industries, you're allowed to just hide it. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever really, like, it's just, you know, it's like an unwritten rule. 
Oh, you're a bartender. Oh, yeah, you must bring some cash on this side. You know, yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> it's like it's like the casino. At the end of the day, I think the government always wins and gets they get what they yeah. want. Like even if you're hiding a little bit here, they'll get you somewhere else. They will get you. They will get you, and they will get you even if you. It's, you guys it's are the, so wrong about that. It's the sleep. It's the sleep you're losing over it. Oh, Is that <laughs> worth it? Is that worth it? Well, you look at uh, you know famously <laughs> Donald Trump has never disclosed his tax return because they know he's not really paying tax because he has enough business losses that cover whatever tax he would have to pay to the government. A lot of that is fabricated in a way and manipulated so he doesn't have to pay that tax. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he paid like uh, barely anything. The, when they did like find a way to get a hold of his taxes, it turns out that guy doesn't pay anything and he's, you know, yeah, okay, I know making it. hundreds of millions in other places. But you could argue that the hundreds of millions that he has, he invests into different properties and businesses that then employ people or whatever. So you, you could argue that he is paying into the system one way or another, whether it's tax or not. Yeah, that's, again, you're making, you're you're justifying criminal behavior because you're doing enough good that it should offset the bad you're sure. doing. Plus so, he has the, the ability to hire the best financial advisors and yeah, even yeah. even like Oprah, like, you know, okay. she's got okay, so that, much. It was a mistake to bring up these people. Yeah. A contractor, someone who installs windows for a living, if they make $100,000 okay. and they take 30000 off the table, yes. that's essentially $15,000 in tax they're not putting into the system. Mm-hmm. Where if they did any other job that was all on the books they would have to pay that where in the world is his job more important than somebody else's that he shouldn't have to pay as much tax as me or you or anybody who pays their fair share mm. I, I hear what you're saying but then my question to you is if you had the option to take your paycheck <laughs> in cash, in yeah. cash, in cash. <laughs> take you know 30 grand off of it and put it you know under the table and not have to pay taxes on it would you Ooh. not do the same because i sure as hell would so you're saying is if you could get away with committing a crime, yes, I would if do you're it. more likely to get away with committing a crime, <laughs> yeah. that it makes it okay. Would I do it? Um, I don't know. I mean, I see, have see. I have I ever been paid cash for something and I didn't put it through the system? Well, I wouldn't say I, I have because I don't want to incriminate myself. Okay. But uh, you know, when I was in high school, I used to uh, snowblow some driveways uh-huh. back in the day, and I, it would be a cash transaction. <laughs> Never declared that income. Yeah. I think the statute of limitations has passed on that one. Such a rebel! Uh, Such a rebel! I don't. Yeah, it's a tough one. I just wish that people weren't put in that situation where they could make that call. Mm. That's it. You know, mm-hmm. would I do it? Maybe I would if I was a ca- contractor. Maybe I would take some money, uh, cash. But if if it was impossible to do, then but it wouldn't would be an issue. If you're a contractor, that there must be red flags coming up, and you must be audited a lot. Well, you have to make sure you're not doing too many cash deals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, if you're doing something big with a contractor, they'll be like, "All right, I'll tell you what. You can pay half cash and half like on the books." Yeah. And because the other thing is they have to be able to use that money and hide it mm-hmm. and essentially laundered it. And there's only so many bills you can pay with cash. You know, sure, when you get gas, you can pay cash. When you get your groceries, you mm. can go shopping and buy clothes. Mm-hmm. But if you're dealing with thousands and thousands and then you want to invest it, like you have to find a way that there's no paper trail mm-hmm. attached to that money. And you can only do that with so much. Mm-hmm. You can also, like when um. Unless you're a coke addict, and then you could probably spend it all on cocaine. <laughs> that you could do. Yeah. But what's also interesting is like if you own a business, and even me, for example, um, I the band was considered a business. It was registered yeah. with the yeah. government. I could write off 
everything. If I if I went out for a meal and like with all the guys, and yeah, we called yeah. it a meeting. You know, that's written off. Yeah, I bought clothes. Oh, that's for a show. Write that off. Of course. And, like plus, business taxes are much lower than personal income taxes. So a lot of people. In radio, they used to do this too. They'd create a business oh, that, yeah. that they themselves were the business. And instead of collecting a salary, they get paid as like a contract. Like they, mm-hmm. uh, they, you know, like what you're talking about with your, and then you can write all kinds of stuff off. The only thing you have to be able to do though is prove that your main employer, like you have to have a certain amount of income coming from outside sources. Yes. Can't all just come from one company. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're not able to do that. But for you, that would have been easy because every bar that paid you guys to perform or every club, it would be a different... Uh, yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is if there's a loophole or there's a way to get around paying the government more money, <laughs> why the fuck wouldn't you do it? Like, you know? Yeah, but as somebody who pays their full share of taxes, it doesn't make you mad to see other people not? No, not really. I get it. Like I pay mine. I'm not. I, I there's currently nothing that I'm doing that is illegal. I don't have money coming in from any other else. Yeah, I get paid from here and, and I pay my taxes. Yeah, and like shouldn't everyone do that? And then we wouldn't all have to pay as much if they didn't have to find. But it but, but, but that's the thing is I don't believe that we wouldn't have to pay as much. I believe that they're still going to keep jacking it up like they do. Like I don't feel like yeah. Taxes so the are- ones who can get away with it, good for them. Yeah, is what man. you think? I think if you, like if you're smart enough to get around it, I wish I was as smart as you. Like I'd figure yeah. out a way if I could. You that's, know who that's falls? What people, you know who? Do, that's those are the people that uh, get out of a highway into a merging lane just to pass four people and go ahead. <laughs> just because they can do it doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Yeah, and the people who are doing those scams are falling for other scams like uh, the CRA scam. They're the prime person who starts to score when they get the CRA scam calling them. And oh, because they really think that the CRA is calling well, them. Well, they, they feel like they've been, waiting, the they've been waiting for that call for a while. <laughs> and maybe there should be a warrant out for their arrest, right? They're yeah. like, damn, they got me. I mean, I would That's think... That's why that scam works. Because yeah. there's so many people who are scamming the system, actually. That's why the CRA scam is effective. Yeah. Because so many people are like, oh shit, I should, I didn't claim everything I should have on my taxes. I just don't feel like the government ever calls you. It's a, usually in a letter, right? Like, it is, in an email or something like that. And also, like, can they we never not- ask you to pay you them in iTunes gift cards as well. That's usually whatever <laughs> you have That's to a like. Red flag. Yeah, yeah. Oh usually you can do it legit at a bank with like the proper, you know, your SIN number is essentially your account number. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. How stupid are taxes, too? Like, can we not find a better system? Well, they, what's it's got to be a better way. I, I, I read, uh, I think it was a meme or something. It's like the government knows how much you're supposed to pay them, mm-hmm. but they let you try and figure it out yes. by filling out the tax forms. <laughs> uh-huh. But if you're wrong, they'll correct you. Yeah. So why, why <laughs> That's so true. You know? <laughs> it is so stupid. Yeah. You know, it's like we we got everything here. Nice try. You're wrong. <laughs> Pay us. It's like a couple of steps. That is a great question. Though. Like, why can't it just be a little easier? Like, if you're oh. in this yeah. pay bracket, this is like the amount of tax you're you're you have to pay. In theory, that's how it works. But then there's all the other things, right? Yeah, yeah uh, whatever. <laughs> I didn't really want to. St- I don't know why we talked about that. Yeah. It was Fifty Cent. It was Fifty Cent <laughs> and his issues with managing money. His twenty-one problems and how. Yeah, you could end up owing a lot of tax if you've been doing a lot of cash deals and they catch up with them. He probably thought some of those appearance fees where he got paid with like a brown paper bag full of cash would go, you know, 
untraced. Oh my god! But maybe it got put somewhere where it became visible, and then you get the tax bill. Imagine that. I like imagine, imagine how much money he had if he owed twenty million, fifty million, <sighs> and imagine how much money he got away with. You know? Yeah. I imagine that those like bar owners that you were probably working with Bundus would have been like the worst type to do a business deal with too. Because if you guys did your show mm-hmm. uh, and it wasn't quite to what they wanted, maybe for crowd capacity or vibe, maybe they were just like, ah, I'm not going to really pay you what I told you I was going to pay you. Yeah. They can't do that though. They probably be, do it all the time. Well, there's definitely some shady people out there. Mm, um, especially usually, club owners. Usually you want to kind of get the money for the, the gig up front if you can. Um, also, sometimes sometimes it's a set price or sometimes you'll make a percentage off the bar. Right? They might pay you like 100 or 200 bucks to come play the gig and then... Uh, you get a you cut, know, of the cut of the bar. Wow! If it's like yeah. jammed, and if you if you know you're gonna have you know hundreds of people coming out to watch you, cut of the bar can be way more lucrative. Or you could get the door. A lot of bands will pay for the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever is paid at the door to come in, you get that you get money. That. But then you got to trust. The, you got to have one of your people up at the door. Yes. Because if you uh, yeah, if you trust yeah, the bouncers we, and the staff of the establishment, no, we would always they'd be have skimming. Somebody, yeah, because they they would definitely not market properly. Yeah. Did you ever do, I remember doing like live to airs from clubs mm-hmm. uh, as a radio personality and... Uh, oh, I did that uh, I, under the table. Yeah. Speaking oh, of which, you? a long so, time ago. <gasps> I think it was... Just a, kidding. I'm not incriminating <laughs> myself at all. <laughs> I think I was, I think it was in Montreal. I don't remember, but there was one club where like, if you wanted to get paid, you had to go back and be in the manager's office. And I remember being so uncomfortable back there because the guy was such a slime ball. You know, and I had to go back and ask for the money now because I was wrapping up in the next 30 minutes and I had to get paid. But I, f- do you remember having to do that, Tucker? Like going to a manager's office at a club? No, the only place I ever did a club gig was um, at a pretty reputable chain. Oh, okay. And the manager would literally like come up and pay me in person out uh, in the main area. Yeah, no, I didn't I, have to go into some somebody seedy was like, office. Go back, go in the back. I'm like, what? And you had to go back. Knock there. on the door. Yeah. And be like, just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? Uh, oh, hey, Mark. Come on in. <laughs> come on in. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, God. But they, and would they just be cash and they'd be like yeah, folding ca- it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Counting it slowly. You're like, just hand me an envelope, please. Yeah. <laughs> God. Thank God. No. Didn't have to deal with that. Okay. That's sketchy. Bit sketch. If so, girl, you're a blessing. Do you trust me enough to tell me your dreams? I'm staring at you, trying to figure how you got them jeans. If I was down, would you say things to make me smile? I treat you how you want to be treated. Just teach me how. Well, we're not done yet. Would you believe me up and leave me? Tucker Amora podcast continues with the Daily Take Two coming up next. To make it up, I do whatever it takes. I love you like a fat kid, love cake. You know my style, I say anything to make you smile. Tucker Amora, along with our producer, Professor Bundes, he just celebrated a birthday over the weekend. You know what I uh, forgot to ask you? Oh. The Friday Night Lady Friend. It's been around long enough that uh, I would think there would have to be a birthday present involved. There was a birthday present involved. Yeah. 
And it was, uh, I was quite shocked because it was, it was quite the extravagant gift. It exceeded your oh, expectations. really? Watch? Uh, no, no. I, I think it was actually more significant than a watch, to be honest with you. Promise okay. ring. <laughs> promise ring. <laughs> not, not a promise ring, but th- Whoa, there's definitely... slow down, Mara. Slow down, Mara. <laughs> you were thinking it, too. You know you were thinking it, too. There was some symbolism, I think. There's like a hidden meaning behind the gift that, that was oh. purchased for me. All right. What did the Friday Night Lady friend get Professor Bundes for his big birthday? She managed to find and then spend the exorbitant amount of money it cost to buy me a brand new Xbox Series X. So, for someone who you already had one of these things, did you not? Uh, Not the brand new one. So it's like an iPhone. You had like the iPhone 7 and now you got the X? I got the new, yeah. Wow, that's actually, that's an interesting gift for uh, somebody to give you. You know, that... I see why, yeah, that's a big gift. I'll is tell it, you what, it, it, a big it gift sends a message. It sends a message for somebody, like, they're dating, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, you know, going steady, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> for her to buy him a gaming console, mm-hmm. that's almost like, uh, you know, here, have this, even though I know it's going to take you away from me for hours every day, I'm still going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I felt. I was like, seriously, you're giving me this? Like, you're gifting me this? You care about my happiness that much that you would give me a console that would take me away from answering your text messages and your yeah. phone calls well, well, and yeah. looking well, at you well, while you're talking well. to me? I'm too into my game. I, it's a, I, I, but I, it's, I, a it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. I do not think there's so much symbolism behind this gift, guys. Oh, I think you need to slow down. You're wrong. Uh, no, she's is, like, uh, from a woman's what? perspective, she just sat there and she thought, why does Bundes like? He likes Corvettes and he likes to play video games. So I'm going to get him a video game console because he's already got the Corvette golf. Okay. Would you, okay, would you ever buy Matt a golf membership? Uh, sure, I would buy him a golf membership. Even if it meant that he was going to play Saturdays and Sundays. And uh, that one time when he wasn't working, he's going to be away playing golf with his buddies and not his... Fred Mora. Well, maybe I can go golfing too. You know, I got my clubs. I got them at Play It Again Sports. Come on. <laughs> Carly. How many times has he tried to get you to go golfing with him? Um, we've gone golfing a couple of times. It's not really my jam. I just. Exactly. It's not my jam. Yeah. So Carly has weighed in. Yeah. What's Carly saying? She says that is out. Rages. Right? Yeah. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool, girlfriend. I'm the one you can like lock down because I don't care about all that stuff. Oh, Corey's weighed in on this. Uh-huh. Okay. The Friday night lady friend is seeing somebody else Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> she needs to keep Bundes occupied, That's but she's right. not here. It's a distraction. It's a distraction. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. could be it, too. All Daniel right. says she wants to keep him home. It's a trap. It's a trap. Okay, weigh in if you'd like on this. What's your take on Bundes' Friday night lady friend buying him a very expensive gaming console that, by the way, is pretty much sold out everywhere. Oh, so it's hard I can't to get. She found it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To Where'd... find it is like a whole other thing as well. Okay. Is it just a gift? Or just dropping some cash? Or is there more meaning behind it? Tucker and Mora, we're talking about Bundes' birthday weekend and the extravagant gift that the Friday Night Lady Frank gave Bundes. Mm-hmm. The new Xbox Series X. Quite a gift. What does it mean? 
What is there any hidden like agenda there or is it just a nice gift? Marissa, what do you think this all means? In the past, when I've been, I don't know, in that between dating and relationship zone, mm-hmm. you want to make it a little bit more serious, but you don't know how. You get them an expensive gift. <laughs> yeah, so you think this is a way to try and turn Friday Night Lady Friend into Tuesday Night Lady Friend and Thursday Night Lady Friend? And- Every day that ends in Y. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, one of those, huh? Yeah. One of those. So this, this was a commitment gift. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you, is there anything to the fact, like, I see that as uh, her saying, you know what? I get you, Bundus. I get what your priorities are. And I'm going to enable that because when you're with me, we can roll like, you know, we can continue to roll like this. Absolutely. Yes, that's, that's possible. And it was his birthday. Yeah, I mean, it's it, just, it, it could be just a nice gift. It's just like, oh, he loves yeah, gaming. I'm going to buy him a gaming console. Think, yeah, I don't think it was a ticket to freedom. I don't think it was like, I don't mind when we're together and you're not looking at me. You're just watching the screen, playing your fancy new Xbox. What what was that like? So you get the Xbox. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Do and you set it up just right set away? it up right away? <laughs> yeah. You're with her. Are you like, God, what do I do now? Do I set it up and get immersed into the, what this world looks like? Or do I have to pretend to just leave it there till Monday? Uh, she kept encouraging me to like set, set it, it up. up. Set it up. Okay. <laughs> but I, I opted not to do that because I knew it was going to be a full day process. And once I started and dove in, like I wasn't going to want to talk to her. I just want, I would have yeah. wanted to get in there and I didn't want to do that. I thought it was so nice that she bought me that. I, I just, I had to put it in the closet and keep it out of my eye. So, yeah. So have that you I set it up okay. yet? I set it up yesterday. Yesterday I spent the day kind of like going through it, setting up, adding all the all games the to it. All the updates and yeah. stuff. What a difference in picture quality and resolution. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, wow. The horsepower is there, baby. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Marissa thinks that uh, she's trying to bridge the gap and to convert this into something a little more serious. We got a text from Olenka. Mm-hmm. She says, you know, the Friday night lady friend just bought the latest toy. It's like a toddler who wants the latest Paw Patrol toy. Don't read into it too much. <laughs> so essentially, I am a toddler. Uh, right. But she also said she must really enjoy her Friday nights. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damien says she gave that gift because she's expecting a very expensive gift in the near future but- from you. That's true too. Literally, when I opened the gift and I looked at that, I I said to her, "I there's nothing I can match this with. Like I don't know what it is that you. There's there's something. There's There's something you could give. I could uh, match it and go beyond." I can think back to the most expensive thing I've ever bought, Deb, and there was just one of them. Yes. Can't buy it again. Oh, I guess I could redo it, but... Oh, my God. It's Tucker Amora. We were just talking about how Bundes got a new Xbox from his Friday Night Lady friend. Man, I love new relationships. This is like, it's that show it's you so, put on about, yes. oh, this is what life with me's like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we, we were going to have this thing in my life when Deb and I first started hooking up and uh, and staying over at each other's places where there was like a special thing that happened on Sunday mornings. Okay. Yeah, I and, remember you telling me about the Sunday morning. Yeah, it was going to be like the Sunday morning.
morning ritual. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You it's fell just, for that. It's one of those like just things like this is what life with me is going to be like moving forward. <laughs> Sunday nights are going to start just like this. Yeah. And it, oh, yeah. It's Sunday. Get ready for it. Oh, baby. Guess how quick that ended. <laughs> Sunday very quickly turned into every other day of the week where nothing happens. <laughs> Yeah, the show's over. All right, we got you. You bought bought into it. You signed the contract. I'm sorry. You thought Sunday was a sure thing. You should put that down on the contract. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Deb once gave me this booklet of like coupons, sex coupons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You couldn't redeem them, right? They expire. They expire. I I, I put it away somewhere. I found it years later. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, look, I found this booklet. She's like, yeah, that's old news. They're all expired. Yeah. <laughs> None of those moves are redeemable yeah, anymore. Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's for the old restaurant that closed down two uh, years ago. You're stuck underwater. The only part of your body that can break the surface is your butt. Is there a chance you could survive? So I'm underwater. Yeah, underwater. Like my hand gets caught in a crevice or something. Your hand's stuck in that stuck damn in coral there. reef. You know, I thought I saw something. <laughs> I'm reach for it. I'm like, no, but now I'm stuck. But it's just my, Your you know, butt. it's very shallow. So my butt is at the surface, <laughs> but my head's being held under because yes. my hand is stuck. Could you survive? Could you no. essentially breathe? Breathing through my butt is not possible, Mara. That's what you think. But a new study has found that humans might be able to breathe through their butt. And this is real. This can't be real. Certain types of fish can absorb oxygen through their intestines and stay alive in emergencies. So scientists wanted to see if mammals could do this too. And the answer is yes. Blood vessels in our butt appear to work in the same way that it does in these fish who can breathe through their intestines. Basically, they give rats oxygen-rich enemas to see if their butts would absorb it, and their blood oxygen levels did go up. So, they think in the case of an emergency, potentially humans could work in the same way. And it could lead to new emergency treatments when people can't get enough oxygen in a normal way. I'm stuck in the water right now. I'm breathing and talking through my brain right now. I am stuck. That seems pretty. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure this out. <laughs> I can't get out of Yes, that's what happened in these studies. That's what it would sound like if you were breathing through your I think your it body. would, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But doesn't it make sense, though? No, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but to, this to just get an, that air through just there. Just a sip, just a sip of air. Just a sip through the back door. Just a sip <laughs> to make you last longer. I just need a sip. <laughs> oh, stop! If I can just get a sip of air. <laughs> 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 
tell you, not handling this wider gene transition very well. Becoming very upset with this <laughs> transition away from skinny jeans. Yeah. I like to bike to work this time of oh, year. Oh, yeah. Biking to work today. My jeans are like... Flap, 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 flap. They're like flags in the wind now. Mm-hmm. Used to having skinny, like aerodynamic pants that I don't have to worry about getting caught up in a chain or yeah, anything. Yeah, they used to make those uh, Velcro straps. Yeah, you yeah. have to get one of those stupid straps <laughs> now. Strap your jeans. Yeah, how stupid was that face? And then you can't, like, now is kind of the time where you don't want to be wearing socks. Yeah. Or you're doing the short stocks because you could tuck them into your socks. Yeah, I know. I thought about doing that today. How, how big are your jeans what are you wearing they're not that big i mean they're like they're just a wider you know yeah they're baggier okay. they're a little baggier and, and it's not like they're super wide at the ankle but i'm used to having things that are pretty snug around there mm-hmm. and now <laughs> i know i know Jesus. it's annoying and in Stupid. the snow i mean i know we're out of the snow now but like when when it's come next winter when everyone's going to be wearing wide-legged jeans we're going to remember how much it sucks when your jeans drag in the snow and uh, absorb the salt. You know, I'm not going to lie. I was a little hesitant at first, but I have fully embraced this new, a little looser, like, look. I've bought a ton of new pants and shirts that are all flowing and got more room in it. It's so much more comfortable. It is more comfortable. It's way more comfortable. Except if you're on a bike. Yeah, I feel like I'm wearing pajamas today. I feel like a <laughs> clown here. Oh. Oh. Anyway, wait, when are we getting on the uh, plane to do some parachute jumps here? I got my baggy pants that'll slow me down as I'm like, careening towards planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Jeez. I want to be more ninja-like, you know? Yeah, you want yoga pants. I'm on d- Tight. Yeah. Yes, you can stretch yeah. and move. I know. Exactly. Stupid fashion transitions. Yeah. I'm going to buy new pants. Why don't they talk to everyone first and say, guys, what direction we want to go yeah. in here? You guys want to transition out of skinny jeans? <laughs> no, I don't. Pretty happy here. <laughs> I think Maybe I'm just going to become like... You know that person that never evolves, like 80s guy yes. with the mullet and everything? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm going to be like 2019 guy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. my skinny jeans and blunt stones, and I'm just going to live in that forever. Mm-hmm. And eventually it'll be back in style. <laughs> you know, every 25 years I'll be cool again. Right. But then I'll have to live the other like 16 years where I'm not. It would be pretty funny to see like a 70 year old Tucker with a cane rocking skinny jeans and yeah. blunt stones. I might have to. I might have. To. If you could go back to high school, what would you want to do? Like, if, is there something you would do differently, or is there something that you just missed from that era of your life that you'd want to just like dive back into? I can tell you that a woman just got charged with trespassing if she after she went back to high school posing as a student. Her motivation kind of bizarre, actually. Uh-huh. She showed up at a high school dressed covertly carrying a skateboard trying to like (laughs) fit in how old is she? she's 28 years old no yeah yeah so she's like definitely a good 10 years past her high school years but the reason why she went back to high school she started passing out flyers to promote her instagram account and she was basically there to try and recruit followers Mm -hmm. that was her motivation for going back to high school i'm just thinking though like, if you could go back to high school, yeah. I don't think any one of us would go back because we want more Instagram followers. What would you want to do? Ooh. Is there something you would do differently, or would you, is there something you just want to relive again? Probably go to class, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. Work yeah. harder. Yeah, like it's I wasn't a bad student by any means. I you know, if I applied myself, I was smart. The thing is I just didn't care to want to learn at that time. I was too young. I wanted to party, I wanted to hang out with my friends, I wanted to cruise around, skip school, go to the other schools and meet the girls there, you know. Mm. Like a good friend of mine, his name is Mike. We grew up together from like our parents were were friends mm. and you know, we were childhood friends and we had completely different life paths. He was so focused on school. Yeah. He had straight A's. Went to an Ivy League school, and he lives in a beautiful condo in downtown Miami, and he makes, you know, an absorbent six-figure amount. Right. So two families, two children. (laughs) Totally different. Immense potential in both of them. One goes this way, one goes that way. One wants to be a rock star. The other (laughs) sees the value of a strong education. (laughs) You know, it's funny Mm. how it played out that way, because that's so rare that it would play out that way. Mm. (laughs) One gets a killer job. (laughs) I want to go, I want to backtrack a little bit to like, you were the guy who would go to another school to talk to the girls. You know what? We hated guys like you. Because we were stealing your girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When the the boys from St. Thomas started dating some of the girls at Beaconsfield High School, we were not happy campers. We're like, what? This is our pool. Oh, it's the best dating a guy from another school oh. because there was so much mystique there. God, Who is sure. this guy? Yeah. Oh, oh my God, yeah. no one knows him. But you never went to another school to try and fish yourself? Trust me, there was no one interested in... Um, in the T-Bird? It was, it was, the T-Bird had a tough enough time in his own pool. He right. wasn't looking for other pools to swim in. <laughs> you know what? I'm a slow grow, though. I'm a slow grow. You know, I got to work my way in there. Sometimes you need to get out of your own pool and go swimming in the ocean. Yeah. That is know. so you know true. I mean? You yeah. have this, like, thing that you carry with you, and then you go swim in a different pool, and all of those, like, embarrassing things that may have happened. Like, I was somebody who tripped a lot in school. <laughs> I, I remember tripping. You know, I go to a different pool. Nobody knows. I'm like the klutz. You're, you're the tripper. You're the person who trips everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing high heels and a back brace. That's a bad yeah. combo. You right? know what? I, I would be like, you ever, uh, there used to be a children's book I'd read to my kids. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like the story of this baby turtle who was trying to get back into the ocean. And uh, as they were walking across the sandy mm. beach to try and get to the ocean, there were a lot of big birds looking to swoop in and just like make a meal out of that turtle. Yes. And then it finally just barely made it to the ocean and it got reunited with his family. But for me, going to that school, I'd be the turtle on the beach, exposed, not yes. doing well. Right. And Bundus would swoop in and murder you. And then Bundus would be the, yeah, the <laughs> hawk that came out. <laughs> and then come down and have me as a little snack. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Bill Gates, his rep, just confirmed he did, in fact, have an affair. Ooh, really? 20 years ago. Okay. So, this is not news to Melinda. Well, you know, people are really trying to figure out what went down with Bill Gates and uh, the marriage and why things, you know, didn't last. And I guess Bill Gates had a bit of a history. Uh, If you believe the New York Times, they're a fairly legit news organization. They've done some digging. Hmm. And Bill Gates had a history of um, asking out female co-workers. Really? Okay. Are you serious? But not like they, they were quite clear that he wasn't like predatory or creepy about it. He never used, um, he never retaliated against women who said no. Uh-huh. But still, 
Uh, and keep in mind, some of this stuff happened in a time where it was more accepted to date somebody you worked with. So I guess one time after a female employee gave a presentation at work, uh-huh. New York Times discovered that he emailed this woman with a dinner invitation, but added uh, this quote, if this makes you uncomfortable, pretend it never happened. So she just like ghosted him, didn't go anywhere. This is like... The Bill Gates, this who is the Bill everybody Gates. knows is married. Yeah. And he sends me, I'm just putting myself in her shoes, after a presentation where I know Bill Gates was watching me, he yeah. sends me a dinner invitation? Yeah, and says, <gasps> if, this cre- if this is at all creepy, just pretend this didn't happen. Well, you have okay. to respond. Yeah, okay. It, does that make it more creepy, adding that little like, <laughs> text at the bottom? Uh, like drawing attention to the fact that this is weird? By saying, like, uh, if this if makes, this you, makes uncomfortable. you uncomfortable. No, I think that's a nice thing because uh, when the. It just it gives them an out to ignore it, mm-hmm. which is what this woman did. And mm-hmm. then it's like there's no, there's no having to, to uh, say anything. I mean, you wonder, you wonder, is he going to be upset if I don't say anything? But apparently he never was and never treated anybody unfairly because of them rejecting him. Okay. uh, Another time, apparently he asked a woman out to work for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and she just laughed it off and kind of avoided answering. You know, when someone's kind of like hitting on you and you could kind of take it as a joke, but you know yes. they really mean it seriously. Uh, I've done that a million times. That move, like, oh, oh you're so funny. Oh, stop. I got to oh, go yeah. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But Wall Street Journal, after they did some digging, found out that Bill did, in fact, have an affair with a Microsoft engineer that lasted for years. Really? Wow. So there you go. That's the latest on the, the Bill Gates situation. You always got to watch out for the nerds, eh? <laughs> you got to watch out, watch out for everybody. It's not just the nerds. No, it's the nerds. Yeah, yeah, it's, the nerds. it's the nerds. Oh, yeah. The nerds are the real predators in workplaces. Oh, if I've said it before, I'll say it again. The nerds are the ones you got to watch out for. Watch out for the nerds, man. You, you, you see a Bundus coming, you know what he's all about right. from a mile away. And Bundus right? oh, yeah. has already sowed his field. Like, yeah. he doesn't care. Uh, Bill Gates maybe didn't have a chance in high school to lay a foundation and play the field yeah, yeah. now he's rich and he's using microsoft the office to put for his field Ooh, baby. it's tucker and mora in the morning energy 95.3 hi it's shauna and i might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables hey it's ryan and i might be a bad parent because i went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.